Welcome to the Exec MBA Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to share my recent conversation with Jennifer Windus. Jennifer is a Career Center Executive Coach for the Professional Degree Programs here at the Darden School of Business. And she's a member of our team who works out of Sands Family Grounds here in Roslyn, our base location for the Part-Time MBA, Executive MBA, and MS in Business Analytics Programs here in Northern Virginia. Jennifer and I recently connected via Zoom to talk more about her background, what she enjoys about being a career coach, what led her to Darden, and so much more. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, here is my interview with Jennifer Wendis. Jennifer, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me to join you. Yeah. How are you doing? How's everything going? Everything's uh, everything's going well. I'm excited to share some information about career services and how Darden supports its students on their career journey. All right. Well, we always start with the same first question. We have people on the on the podcast. Tell us a little bit more about you. Who are you and, and what's your background? Sure. So I'm a native of Washington, D.C. I grew up in Georgetown. Some people say that locals don't exist, but we do. And my professional background is in international development. I started my career working for the Export Credit Agency of the United States called the Export Import Bank. I left there after a decade to start my own business and advisory firm. My clients were both public sector government entities, both US and other countries, and also private sector. I advised them on entering emerging markets, Some of the more off-the-beaten-path projects were in Tripoli, Ashgabat, and Tashkent. I really enjoyed traveling to places where there's no McDonald's, there's no Starbucks, and there's no one that looks like me. I would say that my career aligns with my personal values, that you can do well by doing good, opening new markets for economic benefits, both local citizens, and can also be a a viable commercial business. So... Georgetown is a neighborhood that you know is let you know, one of these kind of iconic DC neighborhoods. I imagine it's changed a bit since you uh, you were growing up. Uh, I think about the pictures, look at the pictures from like 1980s, like M Street has kind of like a little bit, or the 70s and 80s has a little bit more like a bohemian quality to it. At least that's my impression of it. A little bit. There's also a lot of uh, national politicians that seem to like that area. I grew up uh, right next to Georgetown's med school, so there were a lot of people in the medical community that were right in my neighborhood. One thing that makes me smile is I grew up in what was called a row house, which now they call townhouses. So I guess it's a fancier name now, but I would still say I grew up in a row house. I appreciate that. I guess the branding, so to speak, yeah, what was once a row house is is now a townhouse. So how did you get from import, export, uh, you know, work to uh, working with folks on their their career goals. So thank you. This is what I call my bonus career. And again, I think you can do good and do well. And I really enjoy working with every student as they unlock their unique career path. I consider each student to have a unique career journey. They all come to Darden with different professional backgrounds and different commercial, you know, different goals of where they want to go in the future. So I would say it's certainly never boring because each student wants to do something slightly different. And Darden is very much about helping each student unlock their unique career path. 
Um, so you mentioned this is your, your bonus career. How did you land on you know, career coaching as what you wanted to do? So I would say that in my first career, it was exciting to get on a plane and travel all the time and go to all these unique places, many of which are long plane rides away. And at some point, it stopped being fun and started being more of a chore. I think I just took one too many trips. And so I started to think about what is it that I want to do where I can make an impact and hopefully share the knowledge that I've acquired in my career and pass that on to somebody else. And as a career coach, there is nothing more rewarding than feeling that you helped a student along their journey. In fact, just yesterday, I got an email from a student who was graduated, who was really was not sure what he wanted to do. He was a career switcher and was struggling with his function in industry. And we worked together for a while. He landed his dream job. And he just wrote me an email just yesterday, just saying, you know, thank you again for all you've done. I, I really appreciate you walking the career walk with me and helping me find the right role. So that is the, I think what every career coach would tell you, that is the ultimate joy of our role. What led you to Darden? How did you decide that this is where you, you wanted to be? Once I landed on career coaching as what my goal I find that each university has a unique value proposition and they each do things differently. As I mentioned, Darden's community is incredibly strong. I also believe that in business education, the case method is a great way to learn and learn how to problem solve. And it's also such a comprehensive approach that students are learning about lots of different business elements all at once, no matter which class they're in. And I also really believe in the cohorted method where all the EMBAs and all the part-time students are all cohorted and they learn together in, in learning teams where students all say that they're learning from the faculty, but they're also learning from each other. And I think Darden does a very good job of putting their classes together, um, which is thanks to you, and also the way they put their learning teams together where students come to the learning team with a different set of skills. Well, I appreciate uh, your your note about the, the class that's uh, been put together. It's uh, something we as an admissions committee really enjoy. What we tell prospective students is that we're absolutely thinking about who someone will be, how they'll show up in the classroom environment, their interest in being an active participant in their learning experience, but also their openness to learning from the other people in the classroom. But we're also thinking about how they'll show up as a teammate uh, on a learning team or just show up in the in a community, as you noted earlier. Community is really a hallmark uh, of Darden's MBA experience across all of our MBA formats. So you mentioned that as a career coach, one of the real highlights of the job is working with students, walking uh, the career walk with them and having them you know, achieve success or achieve their goal. Um, what, what do you really in, enjoy about this work? Um, you know, every, every student I imagine presents a little bit differently. And that's the joy of it. This is a job that will never be boring. Darden does not try to put people in cookie cutter verticals. Each student needs to figure out their own individual passion and purpose. And then we help students with their own custom path. Darden students tend to fall in several career categories. The first one we call climbers, where students are climbing in their current vertical, likely at their current company, or if not at their current company in the same function in the same industry, they're just trying to climb, they're working to climb up the ladder. Another category of students we work with are called career switchers. Some students want to change their job function. Some want to change their job industry. Some want to change both. And some are unsure what their desired function and industry are. So we go through a lot of career exploration tools with those students. 
There's also a lot of students who are interested in the entrepreneurship path, quite a few. And Darden has an institute called the Batten Institute, which specifically works with and supports students who are following that path. And the last category of students are students we call explorers, where they're not sure what they want out of the program, maybe nothing career-wise, but they just want the knowledge that they're going to gain from, from working at Darden. We signal to students as they're even working on their application, the career-related question that's in our short answer questions that indicates at this time, you know, how are you thinking um, about your short-term and long-term career goals? How does an MBA fit into these plans? Because we know that uh, career goals will likely continue to evolve, you know, not only in that run up to the start of school, but also post uh, matriculation. I imagine you've seen uh, that quite a bit, that where a student starts on this journey is not necessarily where they'll end. I applaud you phrasing the application question that way at this moment. Part of the Darden journey is sometimes students will come here with a very specific goal in mind. They may have a target list of companies and even job titles. And then they go to a class and they have an aha moment. They, they learn about something that they didn't know existed that sparks their interest. Students also tell me that because they get to know their learning team and their cohort so well, they learn about jobs that people in their cohort have that they never, even, some didn't even know was a job, or if they did, they didn't know a lot about it. For students, they often will do information interviews with each other. And sometimes they get jobs from each other just learning about what else exists and I think one of the gifts that students can give themselves is even if they come to Darden with a specific target in mind, they should give themselves the gift of exploring and seeing what else is out there. And if the what else may not be for now, you never know where life will take you. So it's always good to learn what else might be out there and start to build your network of people who are in those various things. Some of our listeners may not know too much about informational interviewing or kind of have an idea of what this entails. How do you explain this to students who are trying to learn a bit more about a particular company, a particular industry? Um, how, do, how do you encourage people to approach these conversations? Sure. So that's a great question. So there's many different types of interviewing. Interviewing for a job is usually a behavioral interview, a case interview, or a technical interview. If you don't know what all three of those things are, then that's one of the reasons career services is here. An information interview, the purpose is to learn something about the job as opposed to trying to get the job. So if I might want to transfer to admissions, I could ask Brett for an information interview, not because I want to work at admissions right now. I just maybe don't know what it is and might ask him things like, what is your typical day? What are the challenges that you have? What, what brings you the most joy about this job? And just learning about that. In fact, since you mentioned information interviews, all of our students, both executive MBAs and part-time MBAs, will be enrolled in a mandatory academic course called PAC, which stands for Professional Advancement Course, which is an academic course graded the same way as everything else, but it helps students unlock their professional interests. And their assignment for the students last week that are currently enrolled in the class was to conduct an information interview. So their assignment, homework assignment was to identify four or five people they wanted to conduct an information interview with and then actually go out and do the information interview and shared what they learned. Some students will interview their classmates. Some will interview Darden alumni, which is another thing that I admire about Darden alumni is they are known for responding to current students at significant rates about what typical universities may have. And so many students will do that as well. 
Information interview can be basically, it can be with anybody you know for any reason. It usually helps to get the interview when you have something in common with them. Maybe the Darden Network, maybe they know your family, maybe some other way. And we do have a list of information interview questions that we do share with all students. Yeah, I appreciate your indulging the question. One of our previous career colleagues would explain informational interviewing as just being curious um, about people and asking, um, you know, just curiosity-based questions. And at the conclusion, you know, you kind of wrap up by saying, is there anybody else uh, you think I should be talking to? Anybody else you would recommend? And so one conversation will typically lead to an another conversation. I appreciate your mentioning the professional advancement course for our executive MBA students. This course falls at the very beginning of the program in, in quarter one for our part-time MBA students. This course kind of comes uh, towards uh, the end of their first year in the program during that during the summer months. Um, but all students, executive MBA and part-time MBA students have an opportunity to, uh, to take this class. I think we found it helpful for busy working professional students to have a credit-bearing course that's squarely focused on their career interests interest and goals because it can be hard for folks to, to find time uh, for career exploration while you're balancing work, life, and school. Uh, Jennifer, how do you encourage folks to approach the time management uh, process that's, that's really required to add in career search on top of everything that you're doing? That's a great question. It becomes easy to kick the can down the road, so to speak, as students are managing their day jobs, their Darden commitments, and hopefully a personal life as well. That is why we start early before students even step foot on campus. We share this online resource called CDY. All of those videos are available on demand so students can watch them as it's convenient for what their schedule may be that week. And the PAC course, as you mentioned, is early so that students, we, helps them give them motivation, such as having your homework be an information interview. Last week, we also had panels where we heard from alumni who were career switchers, career climbers, and also entrepreneurs to help get students thinking about it. Career services is available to students from before they step foot on campus all the way through graduation. And I would just encourage students, you're making a huge investment in yourself to get an academic knowledge that you will get from Darden and earn a Darden degree. So you should continue to invest in yourself to figure out how can I leverage the academic knowledge that I've learned to launch that for my personal career goals? Yeah, you're right that we oftentimes will hear from students that even if they don't necessarily come to Darden with the express idea of, of switching function and or industry, they still want to use the career services that are available to them just to kind of explore and see what's out there. Because this is a significant investment of time, of resources. And, you know, you have alumni career services for life here at Darden, but you also have the 21 months in the program where you have classmates that are all asking these, you know, big questions about who they are and where they'd like to go. You're asking these questions. So why not take advantage of these resources? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we have things like industry panels and you can attend employer information sessions most of which have been virtual since before COVID. And then we also have a dynamic job board, which sometimes students will attend employer information sessions, not necessarily to try to get that job right now, but just to learn. So even early in students' program, we encourage students to get involved and learn about what else might be out there. One of the things that I've oftentimes heard from students who are really in the thick of applying for jobs 
is that it feels functionally like having another class at, at that time because it takes a lot of energy, particularly if you mentioned the different kinds of interviewing you might be do, doing. For example, students who are applying for consulting jobs, maybe doing a lot of case prep, that takes mm -hmm. time. Of course, you got to get your resume, cover letters, all these kinds of things together. And when students are really kind of in the, in the thick of it applying uh, for jobs, how do you, any strategies or tactics that you've highlighted for students in terms of how to find, find that, that time? Time management is absolutely an important skill for every Darden student. Students will approach it differently. Some students might use appointments with me as a way to make themselves accountable. They might make an appointment with me and say, I will accomplish the following things in the next two weeks when we meet again, and they'll meet with me again in two weeks as a way to hold themselves accountable. That can be one strategy. Other students will have their learning team help hold them accountable. And sometimes finding a job can be a short process or a very long process. And students are very supportive to each other as they explore different twists and turns in their career journey is to, I would say the important thing is to get your support team that's there to support you and help move you forward along the path. Yeah, I appreciate your note around community and support and maybe finding students in the class who are on a similar journey, have a similar interest. We do have some consulting. We have some clubs that are organized around career interests. So we have a consulting club. We have an entrepreneurship club, a venture capital club. We also have some emerging uh, student interest in forming a group around technology. I think that's starting to come together a bit. So um, that's, a, that's one way to find uh, classmates who have a common career interest. But I, I would also note it just happens organically. Uh, in our program um, or in these programs where it's, you know, through PAC and through just the, the social experience of being in the program, pretty easy to find people who have common interests, common goals. It uh, doesn't, doesn't take too much, too much work. No, it doesn't. And the student, students seem to bond very early during, by, by the time they do their LR1 week, I'm impressed how they have all bonded together in a, a really cohesive unit and they are all supporting each other. Yeah, it's amazing how quickly these connections happen in that first week of school uh, for both part-time and executive MBA. They spend a week down in Charlottesville to start start the program. And coming off that week, it does really feel like everybody knows each other. Connections have already started to happen. And obviously, those connections will only deepen as folks go go through the program. You've been working closely with the, with the new part-time MBA students. Um, what do you think about the students so far? This is a, our inaugural part-time MBA cohort. There's about 68 students in this class. So, you know, all kinds of industries. I think it's 16 industries, 54 em employers, lots of different academic backgrounds. Um, what, what are your impressions so far? They are very cohesive given that they have classes two nights a week, a hybrid mix of online and also in-person they have really coalesced together as a class. They've started to form their own groups, even their own clubs, their own social activities. Um, one thing that surprised me was how many of those students are very excited about entrepreneurship. They've already formed a group. They've met with our Batten Institute. They had a couple meetings last week to try to come up with maybe some kind of a business idea they might be able to do something with. I didn't expect it would be that many students interested in that. The rest of the students, I would say they're engaged, they're excited to be here, and they're all supporting each other in their career journey. Some students are unsure of what their career path might be, both function-wise and industry-wise. 
others have a more definite path and they've started learning from each other and conducting information interviews of each other as well. Well, a couple um, additional kind of career related questions. We may have some listeners uh, to this to this interview who are interested in beginning to sort of get started with a career search or exploring. Um, any tips that you would share with, with listeners who might be in that place and just kind of want to get started um, with a career exploration? I would say it's never too early to start ever. Um, I find sometimes students are embarrassed to come and meet with me or one of my colleagues because they don't know where to start. So if that's you, we do have methods for starting to work with students. We have some psychometric instruments, which is a fancy way of saying self-assessments to help you uncover what your dream career path might be. So don't not engage with my office because you're not sure where to start. And it's never too early. I think, Brett, you mentioned just being curious, starting to do information interviews. We share with students, with their permission, a list of what else, what all their classmates do for a living, and they start to talk to them. The other thing I would say is, sometimes I feel that students' biggest obstacles can be themselves. Instead of saying, well, why me? How could I get that job? That's the wrong question. The answer is, why not me? Dream big and think big, because every day I am amazed at what Darden students do with the academic knowledge they learn, what they do with their degree, and the amazing careers that they land. And sometimes even students say, wow, at the beginning of the program, I never would have thought I can achieve this. So don't hold yourself back and, and dream big. And we are here to support you along the whole path to get from start to finish. Well, I really appreciate your your point that for some folks, maybe just the getting started feels a little little intimidating, or you're not sure where to begin, and, and how the career team can be helpful, even if you're not not sure where where to start. Um, the last question for you here, Jennifer, is: Do you have a favorite piece of advice, favorite piece of career advice that you have shared with students? The uh, last last piece that you just shared about why not me and, and dreaming big that that feels like like one of those things that that maybe you encourage students to think about. But any other uh, favorite advice out there? Uh, at some point, students will need to figure out their unique value proposition. This is a competitive job market, and we are happy to work with students to create their unique value proposition. What are the experiences that you bring to the table, both hard skills and soft skills? So please take advantage of partnering with us. If we know the interview questions, we'll share them with you. We can also share salary data as long as we're not, we don't, we don't obviously don't reveal any individual and who there's what their salary is, but we will share any aggregate salary information with students. We can share what we know about the work cultures. So don't not utilize career services. I, I find this to be a useful resource. And if it's a resource that we don't have, we can share you with someone else who might have it. And we can also help you build your network. If we know alumni that you may not know yourselves, we're happy to work with you as you unlock your future career journey. Well, Jennifer, I, I wonder, is there anything that you're looking forward to in the in the coming months that you're excited about as you look ahead? Oh, gosh, let's see. Well, we're starting a new quarter soon. And I'm excited to continue to work with all of the part-time MBAs who, as you mentioned, they're the first cohort here. We have some exciting industry panels coming up. We bring alumni to the Sands Family Ground campus from time to time, and we are planning quite a few alumni events where they will be here for you to meet them in person. 
We're planning a lot of optional workshops for students. When we have a group of students that wants help on a specific area, we'll plan workshops for them to help engage them. So I would say in the coming months in fall, it's exciting to understand what students are looking for, continue to op- offer optional workshops, as much alumni engagement as we have. And another thing that's a new development that's very exciting for me is as the Sands Family Grounds continues to grow, we are hiring our own employer engagement team. We are one Darden. We have a team of career professionals here and another career professionals team in Charlottesville. We all work together, but we, because of the growing students here, we've hired our own employer relations team here at Sands Family Ground to target on local opportunities. Well, Jennifer, I want to thank you again for coming on the podcast. It's great talking with you. And um, when you join the team, we always try to introduce the new team members here via the podcast so that our listeners you know, if they do join us uh, here at Darden, um, that they have a sense of the folks they'll be working with as, as they, they navigate uh, their, their, their time here. So um, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to, to join us. Thank you so much for inviting me to join you. And uh, I'm happy to answer any questions that students may have, if not now, but also in the future. Please let me know. And that was my interview with Jennifer Windis, a career center executive coach for the professional degree programs here at the Darden School of Business. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We reached at exec, that's E-X-E-C, MBA at darden.virginia.edu. Till next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.